Hey everyone, just wanted to say thank you so much for the support from the last episode. If this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm actually recording a two-part series with Stav, who is a teen mom. So if you haven't listened to the first part already, you should go check that out. And just a reminder, in that last episode, we ended off by talking about how Stav is about to announce her pregnancy to her daughter's father. So without further ado, let's get right into this episode and finish off this story. So like I mentioned in the first first episode um, of this two-part series, <laughs> Um, I missed my period, and I kind of just knew I was pregnant. So I waited about, like, the whole month to tell him. I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe it'll come. It's going to come by the end of April. So then I told him one day, I was like, oh, like, just so you know, I missed my period. He was like, what? (laughs) I was like, yeah. And he was like, so... And I was like, so I think I'm pregnant. And then he's like, well, you're going to get an abortion, right? And I was like, uh. That's yeah. the first thing he said? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what? And I was like, what? And I was like, I, I don't know. He was like, well, I mean, considering everything. And I was like, yeah, I guess. I guess. I'll, I'll think about it. Like, I'll get back to you, you know? Like. Yeah, and then he just made it very obvious that he wanted me to get an abortion. Yeah, he clearly did not want it. (laughs) The first thing he said was, are you going to get an abortion? Are you kidding me? I'm so mad for you. I was so mad. Yeah. Like, clearly that took a lot from you, you know, to just even say that. Yeah, and, and oh being the first person I tell, that's how, what a f- story. If you're listening to this, <laughs> just know. I gotta bleep that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, he was just really not happy about it. And the more time went on, the more he was kind of like, okay, so like, when are you going to get it? And he he kept saying, like, he wasn't going to come with me to get it and, like, all this stuff. So I was like, I was like, forget about you. I was like, no. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm like, you want to act like that? You know what? I'm not going to get it unless you come with me. I was like, you have to come with me. If you want me to get it, you have to come with me. I'm not going to go out of my way to get something I don't even want, something that you want, and you're not even going to be there? Period. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) And back then, I was doing, like, a lot of research on abortions and stuff, mm-hmm. watching videos on YouTube about other girls' story times, all that type of stuff. So I was really scared. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's going to be painful. It's going to take a like, lot out of me. It's going to be brutal, you know? And I was, I was scared. I was like, I don't want to go to that alone, you know? So I told him, I was like, you have to come with me or else. And then he agreed. And we went to go get an abortion. But like I said, he was being very rude to me that day. He, like, he didn't want to sit with me on the bus because he was like, oh, no, like, we're in our 
our ends, you know, like our area. He's like, he's like, what if, what if people see us going somewhere together? They're going to know with all the pregnancy rumors, they're going to know that we're going to get an abortion. He's like, I can't sit with you on the bus. I was like, are you serious? You're worried about someone seeing us together. So what if someone sees us together? You say, hey, and then you turn around. Like, what? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, I ended up missing it. Like I mentioned, missing the appointment. And then things just, it wasn't that great afterwards. We were like arguing a lot. And I was like, oh. I don't know what to do. I'm going to tell my mom. He's like, what do you mean you're going to tell your mom? I'm like, I have to tell my mom. And he's like, okay. Like when the sick kids thing happened, he was like, okay. But when you tell her, like, don't say it's mine. I was like, what do you mean don't say it's yours? He's like, yeah, just like, like make up a story. I was like, what am I supposed to tell her? He's like, oh, just, just tell her you went to some party and you, hooked up with some guy and you got pregnant I was like you want me to tell my mom I got pregnant on a one night stand at a party yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm not even allowed to go to parties I'm like my mom doesn't let me out past dark at that point you know? yeah I didn't know why I didn't go get pregnant at a party there's no oh my goodness to go to a party but yeah that's what you try to tell me to say freaking foolish <laughs> after that um I told my mom and um he was kind of just like he wasn't very involved in the whole adoption process kind of thing and he was also kind of like out of sight out of mind I guess you know it was like like for him it was kind of like okay if it's out of sight it's out of mind I'm not constantly thinking about it or associating with staff or you know talking about it then I don't really need to deal with it you know yeah and then then, like since we planned to get like an adoption for Vanessa he didn't even tell his his dad that he got me pregnant did he tell anyone no (laughs) no (laughs) no (laughs) yeah he only lives with his his dad like it's him and his Mm -hmm. dad and then but when I told my mom that I got pregnant my mom told my school principal obviously (gasps) And then my principal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my principal told my teachers, and one of my teachers, my gym teacher, um, she's like a Caribbean woman, and my baby father is Caribbean, and he was also like a very, very good athlete. Like I'm talking athlete of the year every year, MVP type of thing. So oh all my the gosh, favored him, you know. <laughs> so then when they hear that he got me pregnant. My gym teacher, Miss Fletcher, she was like, kind of really backing us up back back then, you know. Me, my mom, Miss Fletcher, we kind of all said, okay, it's fine that he doesn't want to tell his dad, like about getting me pregnant since we're gonna get an adoption done, you know. So we allowed it. But then I decided, like I said, not to go through with the adoption. So he has to tell his dad now. Now at this point, Vanessa's already born. So it turns out my teacher, the gym teacher, Miss Fletcher, ended up going to his house with him. One thing that I really have a problem with right now is how he got more support than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
like I'm not saying he shouldn't have any support because obviously he's also 14. He he probably I mean hopefully he knew what he was doing, but like like he was probably feeling conflicted too. Like I can reason with that. But why were all the adults like trying to protect him at like all costs, and then they were just like letting you do everything? Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's my fault or something. Yeah, like, I guess you know. But yeah, and then she went with him to go tell his dad that he got me pregnant. And I'm I'm not sure if I should say this part. It might it, it might offend some people, honestly. But when they told his dad that he has a grandson now, he looked at my teacher and he was like, "That's it." And she was like, "What do you mean that's it? Like he's 14. He has a child now." And his dad was like, I thought you were coming here to tell me that he was gay. And I was like, I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa. He's, like, Is that the case? he's like, he's like, if that was the case, I would have had to disown him. A child I can deal with. I was like, are you serious? I was like, I was shocked. I was so shocked. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I was so shocked. I don't know what I was expecting, but not that. <laughs> Not that. No. Yeah. That. Not, no. None of us expected that. Yeah. Yeah. I was so shocked. So shocked. His dad said that. So yeah, like his dad kind of just didn't care that he got like got me pregnant or whatever. And then mm-hmm. when I met like when his dad came to meet me and stuff, whatever, I go downstairs, <laughs> I shake his hand and stuff. He shakes my hand, and the first thing he says to me is. Why are you doing craziness with my son? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like me. Why is your son doing craziness with me? Like, like what? Look at the whole situation. I was like, you really think I'm the one that was like, oh, hey, make baby. me pregnant. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, put a baby in me. No. <laughs> so silly. So dumb. But yeah, now they're kind of okay. Kind of. Depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot has changed, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Vanessa still sees him sometimes, you know, when it works out for both of our schedules, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we talk sometimes, I guess. I don't know. We're not really friends like that anymore (laughs) yeah everything that's happened I don't think it'd be very wise for us to talk on that type of level again but yeah (laughs) um how involved was he like while Mm -hmm. Vanessa was growing up and did you ever wish like he was there more um yeah of course I wished he was there more you know the first two years maybe that Vanessa was born we were still kind of like together you know so we'd still come over pretty often he'd come see her stuff like that and then but she would never stay with him like alone at that point you know because she was still like a little baby and stuff and he didn't know what he was doing (laughs) you know I don't know she just stayed with me for most of the time and then once me and him ended things and she got a little older, she would start going there like every kind of so often, maybe like once, like she'd go and spend a weekend there every couple of weeks and like spend time with him and stuff like that. 
and she still kind of does now sometimes but yeah you know so she sees him they have a little little relationship or whatever but yeah it's okay now I guess that's good though yeah yeah I know that Vanessa's gonna grow up and I'm not gonna try and hide things from her so I hope she'll just like understand the whole situation and be able to kind of be like okay like he was a stupid teenager you know and kind of not you know obviously it might affect her but I hope it won't affect her as deeply as like it would would yeah you know Mm -hmm. so like um have you ever considered like telling her maybe when she gets a little bit older um maybe like when she becomes a teen like explain more about like birth control or like protection stuff like that yeah Mm -hmm. i'm definitely gonna be putting vanessa on birth control when she turns like i don't know maybe once once she turns 13 maybe i don't know like i started having sex at 13 and i'd rather be safe than sorry Mm and it's also like it does help regulate her periods and stuff but it also has a bunch of other side effects yeah i'm hoping yeah, I'm hoping we'll have their type of relationship where if she does choose to become sexually active, she'll come to me first, stuff like that. So I'm always going to be very open with her. Like, I know sex is a natural thing, and I'm going to tell you, abstinence is, <laughs> is key, you know? But I understand that's not always doable. I'm going to be like, and I won't blame you if you decide you want to have sex with someone. But if you do tell me be safe about it all mm-hmm. those type of things and Vanessa like if I'm being honest I have already like told Vanessa that I had her young and that mm-hmm. I had her when I, I was a teen and that I was just being a little wild <laughs> and stuff and she seems to understand that you know I was young in comparison to most parents so once she gets older and stuff it'll be I'm hoping it'll be pretty easy for us to have open conversations about things like sexual health and things in regards to that. Yeah. Topics. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that in a sense, like having a mom who's a like closer in age to you, um, it, it probably makes some conversations a lot easier. So I'm going to try, even though I'm going to try and be like firm with Vanessa that's the word she uses she always says I'm being firm with firm. her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I like raise my voice she's like stop being firm with me <laughs> oh my gosh she's so cute <laughs> right but um I'm still gonna try and be firm with her still open and honest and have that level of communication with her and tell her like it's okay to mess up and it's okay to make mistakes you know just don't go out of your way to do yeah. it even if you know it's wrong you know but, exactly no yeah. I think that brings up a really good point like not only for kids to hear but like for teens and like adults too like yeah you can make mistakes just don't purposely make them because those aren't mistakes yeah. you know <laughs> those are like purposeful <laughs> actions meditated. Yeah. yeah right like two very different things exactly so, yeah. Like, yeah as long as she tells me in advance like okay I think I'm ready to start becoming sexually active. I think I'm going to need like birth control or condoms or something. I would gladly, maybe not gladly. (laughs) (laughs) More choices here. (laughs) I'm not going to tell her no. 
gonna tell her okay you're gonna be try to be supportive yeah I'm gonna be like are you sure you're making the right decision why do you want to start doing these things Mm -hmm. is it because everyone else is doing it that's a good one yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) is it because you've seen it in your shows and stuff is it because someone said that you have to do it to prove something to them or like you just want to do it because you want to see what what it's all about you know you're ready to experience it and based off her answer then we'll just go from there and stuff yeah Yeah. those questions were actually really smart like especially the peer pressure related ones I think that was really good yeah yeah I feel like that's not thought enough like thought about enough nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah you want to just like do random things to just seem cool you know drugs alcohol sex anything you can think of yeah right and the more out there the more wild it is the more oh like the more crazy you are the more set apart from the crowd you are yeah crave that feeling you know especially on social media too yeah right and that's another thing with social media and stuff some some influences aren't always the best and that's why it's hard like social media can be such a great thing it can also be such a bad thing it's it's honestly like just about how you use it and like your mindset going into it and stuff I feel like definitely yeah I don't want Vanessa to grow up feeling like like she has to fear me or she has to be perfect or that I won't love her if she messes up or something like that. I want her to know that I'm her mom. Like, I'm always going to love her. I'm always going to be there for her. My job is to kind of, like, protect her, love her, provide for her, be there for her. So no matter what, I'm always going to try and do the best I can at my job. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah even, things, yeah, even when things get hard. I personally think it's better to tell your kids the truth about things about who you are kind of be open with them because if they grow up thinking you're like you're the parent is perfect they're gonna kind of feel like they need to live up to that expectation and live up to that standard and they won't know how to approach their parent if they make any mistakes because they're gonna be like oh my gosh my parents are gonna be so like so ashamed of me they're so perfect and I'm just over here like messing up you know I'm a horrible child and I don't want Vanessa to ever feel like that but yeah yeah no exactly that was great Thanks. yeah Thank Vanessa is very lucky to have you and I guess you're also very lucky for having Vanessa yes of course of yeah 100% she's she's taught me a lot she's helped me a lot in so many ways I love that that just makes <laughs> my heart warm <laughs> me too yeah, um, well, uh, with this topic, we've wanted to talk about the stigma with teen moms. Um, originally, I kind of wanted to talk about like how you dealt with the rumors in school and stuff. But I know you post a lot also on your TikTok about it. So mm-hmm. for the people listening, if you want to check out more of her story, make sure to go watch her videos on TikTok. Of course, at staff.t. Yes. Yeah, so um, make sure to go check her out there. Um, But now let's talk more about the stereotypes of teen moms. You know, first of all, you got the bad mother stereotype. And for me, whenever I hear this, yeah, I know. 
for you, it's it's probably like, oh, <laughs> you're gonna fight someone. <laughs> yeah, honestly, for me too. Whenever I hear that, I'm like, hold on, hold on. Did you just judge someone based off of a stereotype that is very incorrect? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, yeah, I get that a lot. Like the assumption that I'm probably a bad mother because I'm so young. Like some examples. I get called a bad mother if I go out or something, if I go out at night. People will be like, oh, where's your daughter? Blah, 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 blah. And people just assume, like, if I'm out without my daughter, that she's being uncared for or that I just dropped her off with, like, my family or something, like, and left it to be their issue. When, like, it's honestly not even like that. I don't, like, if an older parent is out, does someone automatically assume oh, they just dumped their kids at some someone else's house. They just got rid of their kids because they wanted to go out and be free. Like, no, sometimes you just need some free time. Sometimes your child is sleeping and you, you know you're able to go out at night. Yeah, sometimes exactly. you're a babysitter, you pay someone. The child is with their father, you know? But for teen moms, I feel like it's just so much more looked down upon than it is for others in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like people are so quick to immediately judge what every teen mom does, like every small little detail too. If you were an adult who had a child and you made those same mistakes, people will be like, oh, it's okay. Like parenting, it's just really hard. They're like super forgiving. Yeah. So it's like, why can't you have the same energy for teen moms? Yeah. They just, I guess people just think we're irresponsible since we got pregnant so so young and stuff like that but at least for many of us a lot of us didn't know about certain things about sex education like birth control protection the likelihood of getting pregnant how you can get how you're more likely to get pregnant on certain days of your cycle than others and all that type of stuff you know so a lot of us don't have a lot of education on that so it's not even like we were purposely being irresponsible. It's just we didn't know what we were doing. You know, it wasn't like we were trying to be irresponsible. We just didn't know. And that kind of leads on to parenting. And it's like now, like we're older, we're wiser. We have so much more to deal with. And it's not like we're, we're not just being teens caught up in the moment or like caught up in the passion and our feelings and stuff like that. You know, we're actual <laughs> mm-hmm. parents now. We actually, like, we spend all day with our kids. You know, we, pro- like, we provide for them. We take care of them. We're there for them if they ever need something. So it's like, you can't just say we're irresponsible parents or bad parents just because we didn't plan to get pregnant or just because we weren't purposely trying to get pregnant or <laughs> any of that, you know? We can still be good parents, even if we didn't plan to be parents. I feel like since it's unplanned, people think it's irresponsible and people think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people do have kids unplanned either way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just teens. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, with everyone... This could also tie in with the rumors at school and just people saying stuff in general. Honestly, anyone could become a teen parent. Like, if you're having sex as a teen, you could become a teen parent. Let's be realistic. Unless you're not having sex, 
there is a chance that you can get pregnant or you can get someone pregnant. Like birth control isn't always effective. Condoms break, stuff like that. In my situation, I just, I did, I just was being dumb and I didn't know when I wasn't using birth control, which is why I got pregnant. But I've heard like some teen moms, like a couple girls that I, I'm mutual with on TikTok, like we follow each other and stuff. They say that they've gotten pregnant while they were on the pill and like stuff like that. So it's not always, you know, like it could happen to everyone. It's just not, you can't just say it's our fault or something like, yeah. you know, you can't just say it's someone's fault when you don't the whole backstory and everything. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like when it comes to birth control, like specifically, um like pills and some people get uh like the things in their arms um stuff or the shot yeah yeah I do know that birth control has like a lot of side effects for a variety of different reasons and it's different for every person so like if you don't understand someone's circumstances, because some people when they take the pill, they might go fall into like a deep depression and um, other people will have issues with uh, their digestive system. You know, there's a whole spectrum of circumstances that sometimes people just don't consider and they're like, oh, well, it's because you're irresponsible and blaming things on girls too. It happens way too often. But just because it's unplanned doesn't mean you can just make such brutal assumptions. Yeah, yeah. Another thing about what you were saying about the pill and how someone like might have extreme side effects. The pill, I've also heard that it's, it's ineffective if you take antibiotics. Like, say you get a cold or a flu or something and you go to the doctor they give you like antibiotics and you start taking it while you're on the pill it messes up like the pill and stuff and it makes it non-effective anymore oh wow so you can get pregnant. yeah like people can get pregnant in so many different ways from so many different situations and circumstances and yeah you can't just assume you know everything based mm-hmm. off just looking at someone and seeing like oh they have a kid and they're a teenager must be horrible (laughs) yeah and I feel like another reason why people assume that teens are bad mothers is because they've seen like online or in the news something about like a teen mom abandoning their child on the highway or something like that (laughs) yeah and it's like I feel like you're going to encounter a bad mom on the media like yeah much more and that's kind of what the media focuses on you know like the bad stuff yeah exactly and so like when you see examples of bad teen mothers you shouldn't generalize every single person I definitely agree um also about how you were saying about how the boys like don't really face as much scrutiny as the girls that's also a hundred percent true guys do not get the backlash the way girls do even like even at my school and stuff I would have people like saying certain things to me and making certain jokes to me and being rude to me but then like my baby my baby daddy didn't get any of like no comments made to him nothing like if anything people would make jokes about me being pregnant to my baby daddy you know like stuff like that it's like, yeah. I'm like and then also with the media thing 
Mm. I remember back in the day when I first got pregnant. So Vanessa's like five now. So this happened like five years ago. Um, I was searching up on YouTube and stuff. I kind of like find like 14 and pregnant story time, 13 and pregnant story time, 15 and pregnant story, you know, but there wasn't a lot of stuff online about it. But if I were to search that up, it'd be like, oh, my abortion story time. I, yeah, my, wow. I put my child up for adoption at 14 story time, you know? So it was a lot more negative things also, also like back in the day. So I'm kind of glad with social media and stuff, you get to see kind of more of the good side and some benefits and it gives some people more hope and they feel less alone and all that. But yeah, with the mainstream news, like the news outlets on TV and stuff, definitely, you just, they all focus on the negative. They don't really tell heartwarming stories and stuff because let's be honest, that's not, that's not making the news. That's not getting their numbers up, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it, it sucks, you know, but that's kind of just how it works. And not enough people remember that sometimes so when the bad things do happen they're like oh well well the whole entire group of people involved is bad and then everyone who's similar to them are also bad if yeah. that's the case I feel like everyone is terrible everyone, yeah everyone's horrible and someone, yeah everyone falls into a category of someone bad you know exactly exactly <laughs> Going back to like what you said with how like boys often don't get as much like hate for it. I think, um, you know, with the story that you told earlier about uh, Vanessa's father, um, how the teachers all like kind of supported him. Like there was one teacher who literally went to his house with him. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's a clear bias there and when it comes to like sex and everything like that too guys are so often praised they're like yo like you had sex with like five girls like damn good for you bro (laughs) yeah but then when a girl everyone's calling them names you know yeah they're like oh you're this you're that you're dirty yeah what am I doing wrong? I'm doing exactly what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but, but you're a girl. And it's like, so what? So you're yeah, a girl and what? Yeah. yeah. Girls aren't supposed to do what guys do. That's, <laughs> like, so, that's so dumb, in my opinion. I don't know. I think the saying boys will be boys is bullshit, in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And like I don't I don't know why but like when you when you brought up that story with how that your the gym teacher went to his house with him and like all the support that he got like I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten the support clearly like you know again he's young he probably didn't know a lot of things back then but the fact that you got nothing I that's know. what makes me really frustrated yeah I definitely agree there wasn't even like an equal amount of support. It's clearly yeah. like one-sided for him too. Yeah, I guess again, it's I guess it's expected, or it was kind of not as big as a surprise for him to kind of be sexually active at a young age or 
getting a girl pregnant and stuff it's more like um like to the girl because it's like oh my gosh like why didn't you say no why would you have sex with you like why would you just tell him you didn't want to have sex and it's like I liked him you know like I don't know like I liked him like I thought you know like we were oftentimes people just guilt girls into like feeling shame ashamed about it Mm -hmm. and the guys like you said get praised and get lifted up for it yeah yeah that was great because like it's it's so true you know girls they're always made to like feel bad about themselves and like there's this thing that's going on on the online right now you know how people are saying teen girls can literally do anything and get made fun of for and it's so true right like everyone's gonna either like not take them seriously um joke about them mock them or make some really rude comment about them yeah honestly um I was watching, or when I watched Ginny and Georgia, actually a new show on Netflix about like the teen mom and her daughter and all this stuff. Um, I was Googling like a photo of them today because I was making a TikTok. If you want to see it, go check out my account, shameless self-promo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But when I was searching it up, um, it would say like in the search engine, it'd be like Ginny and Georgia and the next suggested thing would be like Taylor Swift so I got a little curious I used to be a huge fan of Taylor Swift like back in grade six oh my gosh diehard Swiftie yes (laughs) and I'm reading the news articles and in the show it made a joke saying something like oh what do you care you go through more men than Taylor Swift and I personally yeah right personally I don't know at first I I found it kind of funny kind of lighthearted but then I was reading like the article and what she said about it and stuff and it was like damn like I really didn't think about it like from her point of view and she was saying something like she was like honestly like I've been in a committed relationship for over five years now and people forget about that people are just focusing on when I was a teenage girl just dating a lot of boys like I'm a grown woman now Taylor Swift is like in her 30s now and <laughs> people are still talking about how she dated so many boys when she was like a young teen and in her early 20s and stuff I was like damn so it's kind of like when you're a girl it's like you're always gonna be kind of slut shamed and made fun of for anything even if it's been years like it could be ages since you've done something and people will still find a way to bring it up and mock you because of it and make you feel bad about it literally it's so true and like oh gosh Taylor Swift she was so 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 tiny when she made like all her music right like yeah especially like I guess sex and stuff you know it's such a taboo topic or not taboo like not taboo topic such a taboo activity I guess for females to be partaking in partaking in and so open with Mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah when someone such as Taylor Swift is so open with her relationships or her partners everyone feels like it's up for debate and it's up for discussion and it's up for conversation because it's just such a like like shocking topic you know you Mm -hmm. think everyone's gonna talk about it and I feel like a lot of girls nowadays also deal with stuff like that on a personal level like even at school if something gets out about you like kissing a boy or something people are gonna even look down on you for that like just kissing a guy you know yeah 
Yeah, like there could be so much worse. You could be such a like such a horrible person and they're just uh, like if they won't care about anything else you've done, but they'll care if you kiss a guy. They'll be like, yeah. Oh no, <gasps> call the police. <laughs> call the police. No, literally, oh my gosh, that's so true. And yeah. like you know how like guys they often like date a lot of girls just because they have like like crushes right and then they like take it a little bit further to like experiment and just like get to know them a little bit more like talking phase or something I don't know yes yeah no no exactly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and um when girls do it right they're like oh they're just attention seekers yes oh my gosh that's such a good point that's such a good point I'm always like are you kidding me so now girls can't talk to guys without them thinking that they want to be in a relationship with them girls can't talk to guys without them thinking they're flirting with them yeah like I can't even be friends like be friends with someone without someone thinking we're hooking up and stuff and I've had like my guy friends say to me like oh like you know, I'd say something like, oh, no, like, me and him are just friends or something, you know, and, like, one of my other guy friends, I'd be talking to them about it, and they'd be like, oh, like, really? Like, are you sure you're just friends? I'd be like, yes, like, of course we're just friends. Like, what do you mean? And they'll be like, I don't know, Stav, like, you just have a really flirty personality. And I'm like, because I'm nice? Because I'm friendly? <laughs> because I'm not a f- bitch? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. You go, you go. (laughs) Yeah, like, what do you mean I'm flirty? Just because I'm nice to you and I talk to you and I give you the time of day that other girls don't? Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't mean I want you inside me. (laughs) Literally. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. People, I've gotten that comment, too. People are like, you have a very flirty personality. Yeah. I'm like, girl slash boy, if I wanted to flirt with you, I'll flirt with you, but this is not it. <laughs> I'm just I'm having like, a conversation. Not me flirting. I'm like, if you think this is flirting, I, I feel though sorry for you, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Loki, though. Yeah, like, be realistic. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but for real, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and... You know, I genuinely do feel bad for people who think that just being nice is flirting because that means that they've never really had people who were nice talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, real quick, I'm just going to educate you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, definitely. I agree. But I feel like also it's like we shouldn't need to purposely be rude to people just so we're not deemed as like thirsty or something like that yeah exactly I think other people just need to one learn how to control themselves to understand the difference between like platonic relationships and romantic relationships yes yeah there's yeah people can't tell the difference nowadays (laughs) I think um, in general, though, going back to our conversation with the stereotype of teen moms, people just got to chill. That's the baseline here. Agreed. <laughs> We're not yeah. all bad moms just because it was unplanned. We're not all bad moms just because we didn't 
fully like want to get pregnant at that time but it happened and we love our like we love our daughters our sons our children you know you can still be a loving great parent even though you're a teen even though you're a young parent yeah exactly exactly I feel like people also kind of see teens in general I guess as being selfish and reckless and stuff so that combined with when you're a parent and when you have to kind of take care of someone else they're just like oh my gosh like you're you were already a crazy reckless teen and then you were a crazy reckless teen that decided to bring a baby into this and ruin the baby's life blah 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 and I feel like that just makes people so much more angry I guess for lack of a better word of like about the topic about people being teen parents and stuff like that yeah definitely um I don't know. I feel like the public's always thinking more about the baby too. Like mm-hmm. the child, obviously they, they, in a sense, like always want to look out for them. Um, like sometimes, yeah, it is good, but then others, I think you have to really understand the full situation before you can make an assumption. And that really comes for anything, you know, even if it's like a crime investigation, you got to know the full picture. <laughs> yeah. Right. I definitely agree. And there'll be, like, even sometimes when I'll go out, say, I'll take Vanessa to Walmart, I'll be, like, so worried <laughs> about her trying to throw a temper tantrum. I'll be, like, ow. Like, usually it doesn't happen. But if it were to happen, I'd be, like, oh, my gosh, like, stop, please. Like, okay, <laughs> fine, I'll buy you whatever, whatever you want. Just because I feel like it's so much more, I guess, it shouldn't be, but it's so it feels so much more embarrassing if my child were to act up versus if like a 30 year old woman's child were to act up you know I I just feel like people look at me and like say say I'm in one aisle with screaming Vanessa and there's like a 35 year old woman with a five-year-old kid with a screaming child you know people are just gonna be like oh my gosh this kid Vanessa is so much more like such a worse kid such a you know, so much more needy, so much more spoiled, so much more yeah. bratty, all this stuff just because I'm younger. They're going to think, like, I did something wrong in teaching her and stuff. Vanessa usually doesn't act up when we go out. I'm just saying, like, if that were to happen, I'd get, like, scared, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, that I think that brings up a really good point because people always think that teen moms are making mistakes and, like, everything that they're doing is wrong like literally everything yeah also even like I was talking about this to my friends once about because some of my friends you know like some of them have like IEPs I'm not sure what they're called where you are but IEP it's like an individual education program so it's like you need extra time learning or you have like a like a learning disability or something like that like Uh even my sister my sister is dyslexic you know Mm-hmm. So, um, I was talking to my friends, and personally, like, I think it's fine if you need, like, extra time on tests, anything you need to kind of get caught up and all that. I think it's perfectly fine. Take your time. Everyone learns at different speeds in different ways. But I was telling my friends, like, I'd be so not embarrassed if Vanessa has a learning disability. It's just, I know, I'm not saying I think she has a learning disability or anything. We were just talking about, like, about it one day, just randomly. But I know that if 
Vanessa were to have a learning disability, it it would probably be blamed on me more than like if a regular child were to have a learning disability. They're going to be like, oh, of course, the kid with the teen mom is doing slow or like isn't doing well in school and stuff like that. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I need to make sure like she kind of succeeds more than like other kids or like the average kid or something like that. Um, so I kind of feel like I want to get her above other kids just because I'm worried about like my stigma kind of leading on to her and affecting her in her life when she's older. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I, it must be really tough, right? Because with with that stigma, it mm-hmm. it essentially does still affect the child. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That just leads into everything that, you know, teen moms face different challenges than older parents I do, than older parents do, I feel like. Can you talk more about the mental health problems that you've faced? Yeah, of course. Um, So one thing is that I didn't really have as much time for myself after I had Vanessa. You know, when I was, when I was 14, like when I first got pregnant I'm not gonna lie like I had a substantial amount of freedom you know my mom would let me go to the park whenever I wanted let me go to my friends houses stay late after school go to the library hang out with my friends for a couple hours all that type of stuff you know so it's like I was usually always out doing something I would go to the mall with my friends anything you know I was always out but then once I had Vanessa and stuff, I couldn't go out like that anymore. Or like, it would just be school home, school home, school home. Or like, if I were to go out, I'd have to be home like, at a certain time or like a strict timeline. And like, it wouldn't be, I don't know, it just wouldn't be the same as before. And at first, that that kind of affected me a lot. I was really kind of upset about that. Because I was still so young. And it's like I didn't get to have that kind of freedom for that long before I felt pregnant and became a parent. So it was kind of like something I really wanted back, kind of. So that was really hard for me to kind of become comfortable with and come to terms with. But then eventually you kind of learn how to manage your time better. Once your friends know about my, like once my friends found out about my situation, it made hanging out with them a lot easier because most of them would be more you know, more like understanding. understanding, yeah, more understanding, and they'd be more okay with me not being able to hang out at certain times, or only being able to hang out at certain times, so they'd be more accommodating to my schedule in those types of ways, but yeah, um, at first, it was really, really hard for me having no, like, no free time, kind of, mm-hmm. but you just gotta learn to be good at time management, prioritize your time, know what you got to get done first and do that. Take care of your responsibilities, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another thing that was really hard for me and still like, it's hard for me in some ways, like I mentioned the school thing, um, the judgments, of course, like I'll go out and now I don't care as much, but back in the day I would go out with Vanessa and everyone would be looking at us you know and like back in the day that was really hard for me I was still really young it was so awkward and it's like if someone heard her call me mommy or like 
if I told someone she was my daughter or something, they they would just be like, they'd look really surprised, kind of disappointed, a little bit kind of, kind of, I don't know if this is the best word to use, kind of like disgusted, I guess. You know, they'd be like, oh, she's your daughter? And I'd be like, yeah, she's my daughter. Be like, oh, okay. And then they just like wouldn't say anything else. And I'd be like, oh. Yeah, it's like very passive aggressive. Yes, yes, exactly. Like mm, one time I took Vanessa to the park and I was pushing her on the swing. And there was another like older woman there, like a probably like grandmother type of age woman. She was pushing a little boy on the swing. And like, I was just pushing Vanessa, minding my business. And then she was just talking to me like, oh, she's so cute. And I'm like, thank you. Like, so is he, blah, blah, blah. And then she's just like, oh, like, how old is she? And at the time, I think Vanessa was like one, two, maybe around that age. I was like, oh, like, she's two. And then they're like, oh, like, so sweet. Is she your sister? I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no. I was like, like, oh, like, um, she's my daughter. And she was like, your daughter? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, uh, sorry, you're just, you're so, you're so young. And I was like, I know. And she's like, how old are you? And I think I was like 16 at the time. And I was like, 16 and she's like and and she's two and I was like yeah and she's like oh oh okay and I was like yeah she's like well that, that's that's nice <laughs> and she kept pushing her grandson and I'm just like so awkward yeah and even I'm- I can feel the awkward tension even though it's literally just a story <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like that still happen nowadays. But I feel like now it's more, I kind of expect it more and I'm kind of used to it. So it's like when it does happen, I'm not as uncomfortable or not as caught off guard. Like um, a couple weeks ago, Vanessa and I went to go get a COVID test. And when we went, the doctor kept calling Vanessa, like my sister. She kept like, he was talking to Vanessa. He'd be like, okay, don't worry. Just calm down. Your sister's going to hold your hand. And I was like, oh, like, actually. And Vanessa was like, my sister. <laughs> and I was, I was like, and he, she was like, that's not my sister. And I was like, oh, like, actually, like, I'm her mom. And he just looks at me and looks back at Vanessa and keeps, like, telling her to, like, relax and stuff, you know? And then he just kept calling her my, like, kept calling me her sister. He's like, okay, like, you and your sister have a great day. And then he left. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, I told him like three, four times that she wasn't my sister. And he just kept calling her my sister. And I was like, <laughs> okay, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> I know. It's, he's like in denial clearly not even me (laughs) yeah what is what is going on like what is he in denial about right (laughs) and at first like situations like that would just make me so awkward so uncomfortable because I know I know they're judging me Mm -hmm. I'm not not dumb I know I know what they're thinking I know they probably think like oh wow like oh she had a kid super young then she must have been getting it on like she must have been wild she must be a crazy teen irresponsible like everything we mentioned beforehand all that 
and like back then it used to really back in the day it used to really get to me but now like I'm older it's been so many years it's kind of like I've heard everything there is to hear so it doesn't really get to me as much it doesn't affect me as much but yeah back back in the day it used to be a big struggle for me and I assume it would also be hard for like other team moms going through the same thing exactly yeah I mean I feel like with situations like this you know people will just keep judging and you know obviously it's gonna suck like every single time you know you kind of just wish that people would mind their own business right. why, why can't people do that my goodness um but yeah it it must be really tough for you and I, I you have all my respect okay like seriously like you are so inspiring and obviously a great mother too thank you thank you yes. That's really that means a lot to me Aww. <laughs> if there are teen moms listening right now what mm-hmm. advice do you have to give to them honestly it gets easier with time it gets so much easier with time everything that could be putting the baby to sleep it gets so much easier with time being able to have time for yourself being able to have time to go out, do the things you like. Dealing with people's judgments gets way easier. Mm. For me, it, at first, I kind of had an issue kind of like bonding with Vanessa as a baby. Like I just felt awkward like, talking to her and baby talk and like all that type of stuff. But it does get easier over time. So don't worry, it won't last forever. And especially when your child gets older and they have their own personality and they start talking and they're able to have full conversations with you and make jokes and stuff like that, you're just going to be filled with so much joy and it's going to pay off in like the long run, you know? So yeah, yeah. so just keep keep looking ahead. <laughs> That's my best piece of advice, I guess. Yes. Standing and, um, ovation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And other people's opinions don't matter as much as, as much as you feel like they do. Because just think, like, this goes for everyone. Honestly, I realize that people's opinions don't matter that much, especially once you leave high school. No one cares. Like, no one cares about you in your life. Everyone is way too busy worrying about themselves to worry about you that much, you know? Yeah, yeah I think that's really great advice because people are always going to judge right and you can either let that get to you and look down on yourself and just feel really bad about yourself or you can hear those judgments live your life and move on right exactly and it's like based off my own personal experience since I tried to hide my pregnancy for so long I didn't really get to have like as many opportunities as I see people having nowadays you know they have all those cute baby showers the cute maternity photos, the cute baby photos, you know? So another piece of advice that builds off of that people won't care like about your life eventually, just do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Because looking back, I'm like, damn, I really wasted so many years trying to like keep it a secret when I could have just been open with it and had like a great, fun kind of, pregnancy and experience and all these type of things but I let like my fears and other people's judgments get in the way of that 
And it's like, I wish I didn't do that. And if I could go back in time and change that, I definitely would. So I don't want others to make the same mistakes that I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was really well said. Yeah. (laughs) Fear is always going to get to us. That's kind of what always drags people backwards. Mm -hmm. Um, But you just got to face it. It's much easier said than done, but eventually it's going to happen anyways. So. Okay, well, I think that is a great place to end this podcast on. So thank you so much for joining me. That was so fun. I I learned so much. Thank you. I love talking about like this with you and being so open and having the time to like express myself and all that. Oh my gosh. No problem. Yeah, it was honestly just so awesome. I loved it. Thank you. So where can the listeners connect with you? On both my Instagram and my TikTok, I go under stav.t, S-T-A-V dot T. And on Snapchat, I go by stav.t14. So just add one four at the end. (laughs) And then if you want to watch a few of my YouTube videos, I don't have that many. I'm trying to get more consistent, hopefully. But just search up Stav and Vanessa on YouTube and it should come up. Make sure to follow Study Break's Instagram at the Study Break Podcast. And also make sure to tune into your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break there, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Once again, thank you so much, staff, for joining me. And thank you all so much for listening to this special two-part series. I hope you all have an amazing day. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.